Hi, welcome to NAA Insights, the quarterly podcast series that brings you the latest from the National Apartment Association. I'm Laura Kaluger, Senior Editor with Multi-Housing News. We're nearing the end of a difficult year and recession stories continue to dominate the headlines. The silver lining is that inflation is slowing down, but that doesn't solve multifamily owners and operators' problems. There still are many challenges that keep them up at night. What are the biggest concerns for multifamily operators today? We'll find out together over the next few minutes. Paula Munger, NAA's Vice President of Research, is here to reveal the results of the association's latest surveys and more. Hi, Paula. Welcome back. Thanks, Laura. Glad to be back. I know that the NAA recently released the results of a survey conducted in April and sponsored by Appfolio. More than 2,000 property managers revealed their concerns in the survey and talked about their most pressing problems. Can you tell us a bit more about the top challenges for multifamily operators today and how they've changed in the past years? Yeah, so, and actually the survey was for all industry professionals. Um, So we really got a good mix of people in different roles. Um, Operational efficiencies was the number one challenge, um, which we really weren't surprised by because we know that, as we say in the report, inflation has spoken loud and clear. Mm -hmm. Um, And that goes hand in hand with maximizing revenue that came in second place. And in third place, um, HR staffing and recruiting. And the last time we did this survey two years ago, HR staffing and recruiting was in first place, followed by operational efficiencies and maximizing revenue. And what are uh, multifamily operators' most challenging activities related to HR, staffing, and recruitment? Certainly attracting new team members and then training new hires quickly, so getting everyone up to speed, and retention strategies that help reduce staff turnover. And interestingly, these are all unchanged. Um, that order was unchanged since from 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, focusing uh, again on on HR and recruitment, how are most operators solving these challenges? We got so many great responses to this question because it was open-ended and we just asked, what are you doing? And, And there's a lot of good ideas in here. Culture came up again and again. So really working on your company culture, focusing on it. Approaching your internal reputation the same way you would with your property, so with your external reputation. Some are hiring recruiters. A couple mentioned empowering employees when it comes to company-wide initiatives. So giving them a voice in the decision-making process and certainly compensation, not only Mm -hmm. through pay increases and starting salary increases, but also with things like loyalty bonuses and bonuses tied to resident retention. That last one's nothing new, but it's not just for leasing agents and property managers, but some are also doing that for maintenance technicians as well. Mm -hmm. And when looking at the latest data you have by region, where is HR the most stringent issue for multifamily operators? And what do you think is causing discrepancies between regions? Yeah, it certainly varies. So actually, when we broke down the results by state, we saw a high percentage of respondents in Maryland, Ohio, and Illinois, about a third, citing HR not only within their top three, but as their number one challenge. And in terms of causes, the unemployment rate in Maryland is 1.8% right now. I mean, that's crazy low. Mm-hmm. Um, that's tied for... It's tied for second lowest across the country, tied with Vermont, and it's just a smidge behind New Hampshire. 
Illinois actually had an unemployment rate greater than the U.S. average, but it has come down a lot over the years. So that's impacting the labor market. And when you look specifically at Chicago, that's obviously where the greatest concentration of apartments is in Illinois, the unemployment rate has dropped by 110 basis, basis points in just one year. That's a lot. So there's just it's just really tight conditions. There's just not a lot of workers out there. And then with Ohio, it's similar. The unemployment rate was down 70 basis points. So not only are you not having enough, enough people to fill the jobs, but you look at places like Columbus and Cincinnati, they're seeing healthy levels of new construction. So whenever you're bringing new product online, you need more workers. And in that tight, tight labor market, it's just incredibly challenging for those operators in those states. Mm-hmm. And over the next 12 months, do operators intend to hire more staff, provided they have <laughs> enough people uh, to choose from? Or are they more inclined to maintain their current headcount? Because despite more positive economic forecasts recently, the risk of a downturn remains real. And that typically comes with lots of headwinds for HR departments. Absolutely. So we were, and we actually, as you mentioned, we did the survey in April. And in that time, we weren't quite at that point where we were saying, you know, maybe, maybe we aren't going to have a recession. We were still thinking very much about that. And the really good news is that at that time, only 2% were considering layoffs. More than half were looking to add staff, so 55%. And then another 40% were just um, hoping to maintain their current staffing levels. In NAA's summer apartment market pulse, I read that census data revealed a downward trend in permitting activity, with permits declining for three consecutive quarters. Could this cause layoffs at multifamily development companies down the line? Is is NAA's latest industry challenges report revealing anything about potential staff reductions, particularly at contractor companies that might have less collaborations? Right. So, and even though permitting activity is decreasing, there's still so much coming in the pipeline. And we do think, I think there's something like a million units under construction right now. And we do think that all of those units will eventually get completed. So I can't fathom that any contractors would be cutting back just yet. Um, I do know, though, um, the Associated um, General Contractors of America, they put out reports on construction employment all the time. And their last report from August um, said um, job growth for residential construction projects is slowing. So for non-residential projects, infrastructure and other you know, non-residential space, it's, it's growing 3.7% year over year. And for residential projects, and that would include everything, including um, for sale homes, it's only 1.3%. So maybe starting to see a little pullback, but I wouldn't go as far as um, seeing any layoffs yet. Staffing and HR issues are usually linked to budgetary aspects. People simply demand higher salaries, but there's also the human or the emotional component that weighs a lot when dealing with turnover. And this, uh, you mentioned at the beginning of our conversation, was one of the challenges that operators uh, were facing. In your opinion, what are the most important aspects for multifamily employees that make them stay and that don't have to do with money? How can operators reduce this turnover by appealing to employees on an emotional or a human level? Yeah, so we actually did a a separate survey at the end of last year called the Voice of the Property Manager. 
And that is when we, we did question only property managers. Okay. Um, and out, outside of pay, flexibility was key. Um, and they also, they want a manageable workload. I think everyone wants a manageable yeah. workload. But with, with, yeah, with, with what they saw is, and what we saw in the survey, is the more, um, the more work you were struggling with, the more you had to do, the more impacts you had on not only your mental health, but even your physical health. So uh, that is very important. Also training, management support, so management having your back, and being satisfied with technology. So certainly operators can focus more on those areas. Mm -hmm. And what role exactly does training play in minimizing staff turnover in multifamily? How can operators create that supportive environment for their employees? It plays such a big role. You know, if you want your employees to be successful, you need to give them the tools and resources they need, including training. And from our our, uh, property manager survey, we found that the two topics they felt they were lacking training in were mental health. um, And, you you know, you were just talking about an emotional human level and legal and compliance. But from this survey, where we asked the questions of owners and operators, they say they're listening to concerns about work-life balance. They are doing more um, employee appreciation events. And again, culture comes up. So really making it a place that employees where they want to come to work and more importantly, perhaps stay at work. Also, in, in the latest Industry Challenges report, respondents express that need uh, for talent pipelines to include more trade schools. There were also respondents who complained about the lack of qualified workers. What do you think is the best solution to ensure a constant pipeline of of skilled workers for the industry? Yeah, it's such a challenge. It's been a challenge for a long time. So certainly working with any local educational programs you have, be that a trade school or a college, supporting them. We do know some operators that are starting their own apprenticeship programs and mentorship within your own organization can really help retain workers. And in terms of lack of qualified workers, we do always need to keep in the back of our mind that it's really a lot of that is a result of the tight labor market as well. So until we get a little slack in the labor market, yeah, these challenges are are unfortunately going to continue for quite some time. Another concern expressed uh, in your latest survey is related to the fact that some of those entering the workforce today don't really see property management as a desirable career. How can operators make property management more attractive? Yeah, for this next generation, I think professional development is especially important. So presenting property management as an industry which has many different career paths and plenty of opportunity to grow. And then making a plan for those paths with your employees. And I think you also need to focus on how important this industry is So we provide homes for people. And, you know, remember the apartment industry was deemed an essential industry during the pandemic. So Mm -hmm. its employees do meaningful work every day. And I think it's important to focus on that when you're trying to recruit people into the industry. Also, even though some members of the younger generation are, are reluctant to embracing a career in property management, there still are some Gen Zs who have expressed their interest in in a career in multifamily. And I've actually talked to one of them in our previous podcast. For those listening, uh, just check out the previous NA Insights episode. I interviewed Tyler Marker, a winner of NAA's 20 in their 20s awards. And he mentioned lots of details about 
the most satisfying aspect of his career in multifamily marketing. So I'd say the industry needs this new generation. It needs to take advantage of their unique skills. How can next-gen members help property management companies gain a competitive edge? Yeah, I think, and, and, and I heard that podcast. It was wonderful and really gives me hope for the future of the industry. <laughs> I, I think by certainly taking advantage of the programs and the opportunities that NextGen offers, not only educational opportunities, but networking opportunities as well. This generation brings so much energy to the industry. Their tech skills are superior, and that always breeds innovation. So I think they're coming to it with a fresh perspective, which means Mm -hmm. that as an operator, you could definitely expect them to be thinking out of the box. Um, And the other thing to point out with this generation, culture, belonging, diversity, that's so important to them. So I would leverage them for these initiatives within your organizations. One last question. Considering the current economic landscape, what other types of concerns might arise? We focused a lot in this podcast on, on the workforce But there certainly are other concerns uh, that might uh, come up. Are there any aspects that that operators should pay close attention to going forward to shield their businesses? Yeah, we're we're seeing more and more evidence that the Fed might be orchestrating a soft landing. Um, I'm not convinced we still don't have a recession coming, though, because it's still so challenging out there. There's right. still high interest rates, there's cost pressures, and now there's more and more competition coming from brand new properties. So the, the costs, I mean, there are uncontrollable costs like insurance and property taxes, but there's plenty that can be controlled. So certainly continuing to strive to bring those costs down. And, and that, as the survey showed, operational efficiencies are really key in that regard. And then focusing on resident retention to keep those occupancy rates up in the event we do slip into a recession. And I would also add surveying your residents. You know, preferences change. So what do your residents want or need that you're maybe not giving them right now that's going to help keep you competitive with that new property that's just down the road? Um, And absolutely staying engaged and active with your local association when it comes to advocating for the industry. There's a lot of adverse housing policies already in place and looming out there, and we want to make sure that everyone's voice is heard. Paula, thank you so much for all these great insights. You're welcome, Laura. Thank you all for listening. The next NAA Insights episode comes out in three months. But until then, you can check out multihousingnews.com for the latest news, podcasts, and trend stories.